thank you for joining us for the Church for the Rest of Us podcast today. Glad that you're here. I am Lance Cooper and happy to be with you. Uh, We're going to be looking at an issue that's been on my mind today and that really relates to a passage we'll be reading from the Bible that comes from 2 Timothy chapter 4, and that's the whole issue of truth. Essentially, I feel like we're living in a world in America in particular where um, there is no acceptance of truth. There is simply this acceptance of tolerance where everyone um, can think what they want, have their opinions, and that's great. Um, But the real issue comes with those who claim that they stand for the truth. And that becomes a problem because essentially um, the problem in our society is that if you stand for truth, that means that something is right and something is wrong, that somebody is right and somebody is wrong. And so the truth gets to be a situation, it gets to be a problem. But we seem to be living in a world where you can't stand for anything anymore. And the problem when it comes to religious folk, those who believe in God, those in particular who follow Jesus, is that the truth is exclusive. Jesus is very exclusive when he talks about truth. He says that you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And then he's very exclusive here and says, no one comes to the Father but by me. And there's nothing negative about this. Jesus is simply stating the way that things are. There is really only one place, only one person to receive life from. And Jesus himself, according to Scripture, is truth. And so we have other passages as well where Jesus says that that narrow is the way that leads to life. And, and all these opinions that are out there are great, but there is... According to Scripture, only one opinion that matters as far as things that are actually spoken of in Scripture. There are various aspects of Scripture that are gray, but there are some things in in Scripture that are very clear. And so that's really what I'm talking about today. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, the real issue when it boils down to what's uh, on my mind today is that um, people don't like to hear the truth. It's not always a comfortable thing. And let me let me share this passage with you and you'll understand where I'm headed with this. And uh, Paul is talking to Timothy and he says, I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to set up his kingdom. Preach the word of God. Be prepared whether the time is favorable or not, and we are certainly in a time where it seems like it's not favorable. But he says, patiently, and I think that's key, by the way, because I think the reason this podcast exists is that there's a lot of Christians that are not patient, that are not loving, but it says, patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. And that's important because it says in the next verse, for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. That's the thing that that really gets 
under my skin today is that unfortunately a time is coming where people won't listen to the truth, but they will gather around them people that will tell them what they want to hear. And that's a very dangerous scenario to be in. We all need to know the truth, even at times where it is very, very uncomfortable, because the truth is the very thing that is life-saving. There's a story that I've uh, told so many times in our church, and I want to share that today with you. There's a friend of mine who was sitting in the living room one evening, and he kept hearing this sound. And the sound was like this. It was this sound. And he couldn't figure out what it was. And he finally went into the kitchen, and he realized that uh, and excuse my sound effects here that aren't so great. He went into the kitchen and saw that his son was playing with a gas stove. And of course, if you have a gas stove, and it's particularly the older ones, you turn it on, you hear that gas come on, and then whoosh when it lights up. And he ran over to his son and he told his son, no, no, that'll hurt you, and smacked his hand essentially and said, no, stay away from the stove. The whole point of that story is that, of course, there are so many times that, like this son of his, we just want to play with fire. We want to do these things, and in this particular case, he was too young to really realize the danger that was in front of him. But the truth is, is that fire burns. And I feel like we live in a society today where if we stand up for some things and we say that fire burns, then we get yelled at and we say, how dare you tell me that? How dare you be so intolerant and unloving? That's your opinion. But the problem is there are some things that simply have to be true, that have they're either right or they're wrong. And when it comes to being a Christian, when it comes to following the Lord, you have to uh, realize that if you're going to follow Him, then you're accepting what He says in Scripture. Because the what Jesus says, and what the Bible particularly says, is that this is a standard for truth. In Psalm 119, it says, the sum of your word is truth, all of it. And every one of your righteous rules, it says, endures forever. And, you know, there's just this mentality, because people have been hurt from the church for good uh for good reason, they're upset with the church many times because they have not experienced love and grace, that there's this mentality that um, to view truth as being absolute, that that is harsh and that is harmful. The real issue for standing for truth is not so that we can stand um, unfortunately, like other Christians that have been on street corners with signs around their necks and judging people, I stand for the truth for the particular reason that that Jesus is the only life. Jesus is the only path to life. He is the only safe way. In Jesus alone is truth, is life. And like the son who is staying away from the flames, I believe that God has laid down standards for us, not so that we can be all um, be all self-righteous, but that if we follow these standards, we are living the very best life that we can. We are understanding every aspect of joy, the very best thing that God has from us. 
He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be fulfilled and to be loved and to know every aspect of life. He's the one that created it to begin with. God knows what's best for us. And as believers, we need to be willing to extend that faith to every aspect of Scripture and believe that if God says it, it is certainly for our best. So I just wanted to share that with you today. Um, love all of you. I appreciate you you listening to this, but just consider um, the importance of the aspect of absolute truth. Thankfully, um, with the Bible, with the Lord, we do have a standard where we, we realize and we can know in the midst of a world of all kinds of opinions and thoughts and ideas that if we'll just go back here and look at what he says, we can really understand the truth and we can understand the truth so that we really know what it means to live the very best way.